Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your Hello, Andrew. Hello there, Edwin. We get to continue talking about the resurrection. Yes, we do. It's a good week. It is a good week. I'm super excited. This is what we've been looking forward to for the Absolutely. last three or four months. Yeah. So today we're going to be reading Matthew 28, verses 1 through 10 again, uh, talking a little bit more about the reaction to resurrection. Matthew 28, verse number 1. Now after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning, and his clothing as white as snow, and the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. But the angel answered and said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. As he said, Come, see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And indeed, he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. So they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, Rejoice. So they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. Do not be afraid. That Do actually, not be afraid, yeah. The, the, the ladies there actually get told that twice yes. in this brief account. Well, I, if I can just jump in here. The way that the angel is described does sound terrifying. Yes, it does. That the angel descends. He is able to roll this stone away in front of everybody. He sits on it. And he's shining and glowing like nothing they've ever seen. And and I will say this, in verse 8, it says, the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. And I, I put myself in the in the place of these women, and not only you've got this angel with this demonstration of strength, this sight of glory, and the people that you normally look to as your protectors and the soldiers, the tough guys, they're totally out of it. They've they're all like, passed out. They're like catatonic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so maybe, for fear. Yeah, for fear, we're told. So, so maybe there was a little something to be scared of here uh, in this sight. So I, I, I might just start with that. Yeah. <laughs> I completely understand the fear when the angel appears. I yeah. really do. That one I get. I get that one a lot. And But they're told, don't be afraid by the angel. And the angel gives them the good news. Hey, I know why you're here. I've opened the door so you can see. He's not here. He's risen. Have we mentioned that this week? Well, isn't it something that the Roman soldiers are the ones that like pass out and fall down, but the women don't? <laughs> I find that curious. <laughs> Absolutely. And th- so they've learned all this. He's, he tells them, here's what you need to go do. Go tell your mm-hmm. brethren. And on mm-hmm. their way, now they see Jesus. 
And I'm just walking through in my mind because they've already been told about the resurrection. Right. And yet, the angel told them. And yet, when and they've they seen see, an empty tomb. And when they see Jesus, they fall on his feet and worship. But there's something going on there. there there's something in how they're acting. There's something that they're doing. Or just Jesus sees their heart. I, I don't know exactly what prompts it. But his first statement is, do not be afraid. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that I wonder about. I get that first one. I'm with you on that one. That's a terrifying scene. But so I've, I've tried to walk through in my head and just, if I put myself in the shoes of these sisters and uh, uh, say, okay, I've seen that Jesus was executed. I watched him die. I watched the, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know that mm-hmm. they got to watch the beatings, but I think they were there at the crucifixion itself. And they, you know, seeing the nails and the... Well, and the burial. I mean, they know he was they, dead. They've watched this whole thing, seeing the spear shoved in his side, yeah. He's he's, and now you've seen him alive. You know, I think there's, there's a part of me that has acted in the past as if seeing a loved one raised from the dead would be very comforting. And yet I have to tell you, there's a part of me that I think if I saw someone that I knew was mm. dead, that I had seen dead, mm-hmm. and I have seen them, yeah, and and then I saw them alive. I think that would actually be kind of frightening. Well, there seems to be an idea among some of the people, and I'm not necessarily attributing to the ladies, but uh, in in our account, but that that could be there were ghosts, right? When Jesus came walking on the water, uh, his disciples, some of them thought that perhaps a ghost was out there, or you know, some kind of spirit. Well, so whatever their superstitions might right. bring that up, yeah. The yet what whatever it is, even though they're grasping his feet and they're worshiping him, there's some fear, and Jesus says, "Don't be afraid." I think you know whether yeah okay, you may not be with me on that it would be kind of frightening to see this. I think it would be, but even well, if, I mean, even, I would. If, even if even if even if a person's not, I do think we get some insight here. Fear is not the reaction when you were expecting this outcome. Mm. If I was expecting. Jesus to be resurrected, fear would not be how I would respond when I no. would see it. It would be it would be merely joy. It would be strictly. Right. And here's why I bring this up. Maybe relief. Relief. Here's why I bring this up. Folks today, critics, okay, skeptics, mm-hmm. look back at the disciples, at these women who came to the tomb, mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. if they were all just some kind of a superstitious lot that were just ready and willing to accept anything. You know, hey, he said he was going to be resurrected, so we'll, you know, even the slimmest and tiniest of evidences we'll accept. Mm-hmm. What the record actually shows is they weren't expecting it. Right. Here we find their fear when they see it. Other places we hear about their doubt when they see it. That These are not actually friendly witnesses. These are hostile witnesses. Now, I know I am using that a little bit accommodatively because they do come around and having seen the evidence, but these were not people that were just, hey, anything anything will make me believe this. this these were folks, they weren't expecting it. They didn't know it was going to happen. Yeah. And I was just going to say, and to your point, while it's not specifically stated why they were going there that morning in Matthew's gospel, when you take the four gospels together, you find out they actually wanted to do more for burial preparation and the body. They wanted to make sure all of that was done and done appropriately because things maybe were happening a little quickly on Friday night trying to beat the sun go down. And so that's why they're there Sunday morning. They're there for burial rites, okay? Not they're expecting a resurrection at all. We're going to make sure he's buried, you know, with with whatever... 
perhaps was lacking. They're going to check. Well, I think they are going to check. Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus had actually prepared the body for burial, uh, yet the women didn't seem to be aware of that. Mm. And so they're coming to make sure that it's all taken care of. They want to honor him, but they don't expect him to be alive. Not at all. And so when they see him alive, they're afraid. Mm -hmm. When they tell the disciples, the disciples don't believe and they doubt. And I know we often pin that on doubting Thomas, but the reality is none of them believed until they saw. We, We don't have a bunch of superstitious people that are just taking anybody's word for it no. this is these are folks who who they they see the evidence they want to see the evidence i i just i really think it's important for us to go back and grasp that when they have to be told twice don't be afraid it's because this is not what they were expecting they're told don't be afraid and they are told that they need to go and tell the brethren they've seen jesus alive that yeah. he is risen Go and tell the brethren to go on to Galilee, and I, you know, and I will meet them there. But they are given this wonderful message to be the first proclaimers of resurrection. All right, I know I'm going to be piecing this together with some other gospels instead of just sticking in Matthew. But you know, when I when I piece it together with other gospels, the the other gospel records, as they give us a little more information, the ladies tell them to go to Galilee. The apostles don't go. Mm, that's right. Jesus actually has to appear to them there. Yeah. To get them to go to Galilee. Well, and some of that doubting Thomas you mentioned a moment ago, kind of drawing from Luke, you find out that the disciples themselves weren't eager to accept what these ladies said. Yes, that's exactly right. You know, they're, they're, they're coming and telling them. But, uh, you know, they, they've got to go and run there and see for themselves. And, mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they are skeptical yeah, yeah. of this news of resurrection. Again, these were not superstitious people that were just excited and happy to hear this. They, they didn't believe it. They doubted. They were afraid. They had to be convinced, mm-hmm. just like you and I would have to be convinced. Absolutely. They were Absolutely. not different from us on that. Now, there's one other thing here that I've noticed. So the women are told twice, don't be afraid. Now mm-hmm. you, you a few moments ago brought up the soldiers yeah, and talked about, you know, come on, Ed, when I mean, the angel is really kind of frightening. Look at what happens with these soldiers. Do you notice what the soldiers are not told? <laughs> they're not told, don't be afraid. The soldiers aren't told, don't be afraid. No, they're, they're just like, <laughs> they're, they fell over. <laughs> well, I, I think there's something important for us to recognize here. The women don't have to be afraid because because Jesus is their Lord and King. Yeah. For the soldiers, they're on the other side. Mm-hmm. They're the enemy. They actually need to be afraid. They need to be very afraid. Oh, I like that. The idea that the glory of the Lord, it kind of cuts two ways, doesn't it? Yes. To, to hold up and sustain his people, but to be judgment and terrifying for those who are his enemies. These two statements to the women, do not be afraid, I think those are statements that are for us as well. Mm. I understand the very specific point in the historical context that in this moment, ladies, you do not have to be afraid. Here is what is going on. But I also think there is a comfort that is there for them for all times. You do not need to be afraid right now, and you don't need to be afraid ever again. Your king is risen. All enemies have been conquered, Mm -hmm. and you are going to be with him throughout eternity. No matter what happens between now and then, as scary as it might seem, as frightening as it can be, you really don't have to be afraid, because in the end, what you're going to have is your Savior, you're going to have your Lord, you're going to have your King, and you're going to be with him. Mm -hmm. I think that message comes to us as well. Mm -hmm. Andrew, do not be afraid. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid. He's not here. He's risen. He's... he's, uh, 
yeah. is king. Amen. There's no need for us to be afraid. We look around at the world. You remember one of the Psalms, and now I can't remember which one it is. This just occurred to me, where it talked about, though the mountains fall into the sea, and, you know, hey, I know you're with us. And it's that idea that no matter what's happening in the world around us, mm-hmm. okay, I, I don't know where our culture is going. I don't know... It, it, no, what's no. going to happen if there's going to be persecution that comes up against Christians. There's a lot of things that frighten us. But what what Jesus said, what the angels said, still applies. Do not be afraid. You know, if Jesus was still in that tomb, we'd have lots of reason to be afraid. Absolutely. But he's not. Would. He's not. He is risen. He is not here. Just as he said, do not be afraid. And along with that, freedom from fear we see birth of joy. Mm. In verse 9, Jesus met them saying, rejoice. This is a good, good thing. Mm -hmm. And certainly the joy of being in Christ is something we can know and have in our lives. What a wonderful, wonderful, this is a great week. We need to go ahead and wrap up here. Let's pray. Holy God, thank you so much for Jesus, your son. Thank you for his resurrection. Thank you for removing our fear. And Lord, where we fear, we cast it at your feet, and we pray that you would come in and that you, the God of peace, would guard our hearts and our minds. Lord, we give our allegiance fully to Jesus as King, and it's through him that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.